Welcome to the Lifestyle First podcast, discussing lifestyle medicine and making self-care as easy as one, two, three. One question, two research reviews, and three actionable health tips, all centered around the Lifestyle First method, your blueprint for the 10 key roots of optimal health and happiness. And now your host, lifestyle medicine physician and coach, Dr. Alka Patel. Hello and welcome. This is Series 3, Episode 10. And the theme in the Lifestyle First Method we'll be exploring today is first. So what are those areas you need to consider first when thinking about your lifestyle and your health? Well, mindset is the first thing that comes to my mind. So how do you approach life? What are your thoughts, ideas, beliefs that guide what you do? So your mind, well, it's your inner language, the result of all those cognitive processes of imagining, planning, visualizing, analyzing. So think of your mind as your personal coach. Now, There are harsh coaches who compare and criticize and judge, create constricting rules, come down hard on you. And there are coaches who are compassionate, build on strengths, feedback with encouragement, ignite your energy. And your mind, well, it can flux between the two. But which mind coach has better success? And so the one question we'll be focusing on today is, how can you create a success mindset? And we've got two fantastic books to support today's discussion. Think and Grow Rich, first written by Napoleon Hill in 1937, and Psycho Now, cybernetics, loosely translated from the Greek, means a helmsman who steers his ship to port. And psycho-cybercinetics is a term coined by Dr. Maxwell Maltz, the author of the book, and it means steering your mind to a productive, useful goal so you can reach the greatest port in the world. Peace of mind. So let's go to explore the question, how can you create a success mindset? I have with me the very vivacious Dr. Vidya. Dr. Vidya is a high performance success coach and a GP. She's also an author and she's CEO of Athena Publishing House. She's a TED speaker and educator, and she's a mummy to two very sprightly young children. So Vidya, over to you, welcome. And perhaps you could start by discussing the mind. How do you actually define it? Great. Well, first of all, thank you uh, for having me on. It's a real honor. And it's, I've been watching your work for the last uh, year or so, and it's been absolutely fabulous. And it's great that our paths are crossing now. So thank you for having me on. Um, so yeah, um, how, so my definition of the mind is essentially that a lot of people think that we are talking about the brain when I'm actually talking about the mind, you know, so we all think have a brain but the mind is as far as we're aware is what human beings have but no animal or mammal has a mind so the yes they feel in terms of their brain and neurologically 
but they're not actually using intellectual faculties, which are things like perception, you know, when we can reframe a situation into something that better serves us um, or to understand when something no longer serves us as well, right? So perception or perspective, um, imagination. So another word is visualization. Um, and these are, you know, big words right now, but really important because people are finally raising their awareness as to the importance of these things, because actually using our mind, we can actually imagine and visualize what we really want and then use our intellectual faculties and the universal laws to actually create that. Now that I know that sounds really woo woo and out there, <laughs> but that's because we have simply just not been aware of it. Mm. That is all, yeah. you know, and we don't know what you don't know. So essentially the mind is using our intellectual faculties, as I mentioned, uh, several of them and using in harmony with the universal laws, things like law of attraction, uh, which is actually a secondary law, actually law of vibration, which I'll, I'll, I'll go on to in a bit if you want. That's actually the primary law. That's actually essentially about how is that you feel. You know, when people say good vibes, good vibration. That's it's actually a law. <laughs> it's actually real. That's so, so the, sorry. No, because you're right. I think the minute you say mind, you kind of point up here. And actually, yeah. where, where is this faculty this sense i mean is it that sixth sense does it sit in your gut does it sit in your heart does it is it the soul aura around you you know where is that mind um and then i guess we come on to mind set so how do you encapsulate all of that visualization perspective imagination into a mindset so i love that you've asked that so the thing about mindset is that it's a set, right? It's a setting. So if you think about your thermostat in your house, it is also um, on a setting, right? It's set, let's say it's set to 32 um, Celsius. It's quite hot. <laughs> but it's a hot house. But so, it's a, so let's just say, yeah, let's just say, uh, clearly this is in England, in the summer, and it's set to 32. So that is a setting, right? It's not going to go to 33, it's not, as in the thermostat, it's not going to suddenly move. What will happen is the temperature will, of course, change in the house. That is like in life, there will be things happening in our external environment, right? But the setting is set to this. So what it will do is it will actually um, alter the um, conditions to then get it back to that setting. So how does this work in terms of, in terms of our mind? So this is actually coming from a, a book called Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell um, Maltz. Now he was actually a cosmetic surgeon um, and he actually found that a lot of his patients would be trans- transformed aesthetically. Uh, but he would find that some of them basically had the same um, self-image issues, same lack of confidence, not everyone, but there was a certain, quite a significant amount of people who still have that. And that is because their inner self-image, so we have two self-images, right? The outer one is what I'm projecting to you right now, how I'm wearing my hair, you know, my blazer, and funny enough, I don't go to sleep with these things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an image I'm projecting, you know, I'm fully aware of it. It's the image I'm projecting to, to you right now, right? 
But there is an inner self-image that we all have, which is what we really think of ourselves. And what we want is we want those two to, to match, you know, as much as possible because we don't want this huge disconnect because that's often when people are trying to portray one image. And I'm talking deeper than obviously the clothes and things that we wear, but we're trying to project ourselves as one thing and then actually inside sort of thinking, you know, for example, how, you know, many doctors and dentists or some people come to me saying, oh, you know, it's imposter syndrome right that gosh you know or, or, you know being worried about the system you know they have all these beautiful qualifications in their appraisal <laughs> you know appraisal broken with all the certificates <laughs> um but inside their inner self-image is saying you don't know what you're talking about how what makes you so special or you know how do you know what you're what you're doing is the right thing you know um you better check you know, all these, you better ask all of these people. Now I'm not saying, you know, be a negligent doctor, but that's when, you know, when that constant checking, that constant, you know, then it becomes anxiety and it kind of goes on. It's self-image. That's what it is. And this is, this is an extension of self-esteem and self-confidence, etc. So yeah, so it is, I was thinking, I was a telepathic connection. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. So yeah, it's because it's, it's, I just think that what is the difference then? So I would say self-confidence, and I've really thought about this. I think self-confidence is more like a feeling, mm. you know, because I think that there are times, certainly in the past, I think I've always been very confident, but I certainly would still sometimes feel a bit sort of like, oh gosh, you know, what to do my ski, I've got to do this. And, but I'd still be quite confident, you know, so I think confidence is that feeling that mm. you, can, you can switch into. But image, the self-image, like I said, it's a setting. Yeah, yeah. No, one, I can hear that outperform your self-image you yeah. just can't do it but you can change it using mindset work you know you were talking about visualization perception when you know what you're doing when there's a set system with someone who obviously knows what they're doing mm-hmm. then yes you can change it no absolutely i completely you know uh, have a lot of congruence with what you're what you're saying and, and often what i find with my patients probably find the same is that the sense that the outer image is more important than the inner image. So what other people are saying and saying back to you about your outer image takes on this huge, sizable place in your mind. And actually what you believe about yourself uh, then isn't allowed to shine through and actually is influenced by that outer image as well. Um, so there, that's why kind of we, we hear a lot of that sort of negative talk, that negative self, self-belief, those difficulties um, as well being portrayed. Um, and actually then that portrays back out. So it's almost sort of like a two-way, two-way street between the two, isn't it really? Um, so going back to your thermostat anal- analogy, which I love, which is absolutely genius, <laughs> is um, do you think there's a fixed point then? So in your mindset, are you do you believe that there's a sort of, we have a fixed mindset in the way that a thermostat can be fixed at a point, or are we very much of the, of the belief that actually, you know, this, this thermostat is set to change and mindset is something that, that can be changed and adapted? It can change if yeah. you want it to change. Yeah. It really is as simple as that. If you have made a decision that you don't want it to change, because I know that sounds a bit controversial, um, but I've certainly had, it's not even patient. I mean, everyone technically is a patient, right. Um, or a student, you know, so I think ultimately there's certainly been times in my life when I was much younger, when I had a lower level of awareness that 
actually that negative sort of story maybe I was telling myself about some situation it was serving me on some level because I didn't really have to take responsibility then for my feelings or my life or actually responsibility for my life but I could kind of be like oh well you know it's not my fault which a lot of people do and you know I'm grateful I haven't had you know like um sort of massive horrific things that have happened in my life that I couldn't that I couldn't heal from but I know some people have so I'm not saying that it's those things aren't justified to feel that way I'm not saying that at all but there does come a point where thinking like that it's not gonna it's not it's actually gonna harm you more sometimes than maybe even the actual event or it's certainly not helping you Um, you so at some point you know I have you know said and some a lot of my patients have actually then said you know like I want to get rid of this story in my head but I just don't know how to and what they're saying essentially is they want to change their inner self-image because it's become almost like this is this is all I'm about which is obviously not the case so much more to them it was an event which there was a lot of emotion tied to it and then there was a ripple effect for a period of time in their life but once they had awareness of that that wow this is really self-training events they've also sometimes come across other people in maybe support groups who had a similar event um and you know these may be victims of war crimes or you know really quite horrific things and they found that those people didn't actually have this negative spiral of events for whatever reason uh, and often it was because of the self-image it was the mindset that was the only difference yes some people had different resources etc but what i love about the mind is that you and i have the same mind i mean it's a muscle so obviously it's how much we exercise it etc but it's not about the money it's not about the resources none of that you know and this all comes down to to answer your question um victor frankl you know the um psychotherapist and outswitch in the holocaust he used his mind essentially to get him out of there he visualized himself out of the holocaust he visualized that it was at the end point right so he wasn't visualizing himself escaping he visualized i'm now teaching everything i've learned from this experience you know he reframed it in his mind he didn't it's not just about positivity. It's not enough because actually sometimes you do have to accept that this is obviously not what I want, but he understood the universal laws, which was that what is happening right now, even this, you and I is a result of a past thought. So you and I are talking because in the last, you know, couple of weeks or a couple of days, we, we connected and then we decided to, to, to do this. Right. But actually, that was decided technically in the past. So this is now happening now. So in the same way, things that maybe we perhaps don't quite want any more of in our life is also the result of something that happened in the past. So at the same time, you can always reframe what's going on if you don't pay too much attention to what is happening in your external environment. That is when people react. So they keep seeing that their bank balance is this or the relationship state of the relationship is like this or that story they were telling themselves because it's the same thing over and over again when they start to realize that they can harness that power of their mind their subconscious mind they can actually choose an alternative reality and you know i know this is touching on religion and spirituality all co-creating 
this is no different to the law of gravity, right? Law of gravity, you know, no one, as far as I know, you know, <laughs> defies the law of gravity. Uh, I know my toddler does sometimes when he says he's natural and tries to take off, but that doesn't normally end very well. Uh, so, so, but generally the law of gravity, I find most people abide by it, right? Uh, so in the same way, law, um, fear, faith, these are two things which you can't see at all, right? Uh, but we have full belief in them. Whatever that situation is that's giving us fear or that's giving us faith. And that doesn't have to be a religious thing. If you're not the way, that way inclined, that's fine. You know, even if it's the force and Yoda, you know, that is also belief in itself. So, so to answer your question with the mind, it is very much if you want it to be different, it can be different. Yes, you have to put in work, but it's not, and yes, it, it's not hard, hard hustle, grind, you know, kind of work. It's ultimately, it's, if you, that's what you want, it will happen. It's a universal law. It has to. And then you take the action in alignment with that. But if you don't really believe and you think you're not deserving of it and you keep looking at what's just happening in your circumstances, then it will just keep repeating again and again and again and that is the law of, of traction it's also it works both ways right so because you're vibrating on that frequency that can only attract that specific thing that you keep thinking of over and over and over again yeah. so worrying so might, there could be a step before that don't you think though in terms of whether you want your mind to work in way a or way b is actually starting with having awareness of your thoughts or your beliefs or your Im images or your visuals or whatever those are. But actually I think what we don't spend enough time doing is giving ourselves space to be aware of what we might be thinking, believing, creating space and time in your day to actually be aware of your thoughts and your imagination and your beliefs and your ideas and your visuals and your audios and everything else that's going on in your mind and what you're perceiving and, and believing. And I think it's really important actually to take time to, to do that and do that with this kind of spark of curiosity about, you know, actually, who am I and what am I thinking and what do I believe? Because I think often we roller coaster through life, don't we, with these sort of probably, you know, quite a lot of our beliefs and ideas are quite fixed and naturally molded by our experiences and what someone might have said to us at, at one time or what, what we might have interpreted or heard or how we've used our sort of sensory experiences to create a sense of the world that we're, that we're living in. And that stays, you know, it was Edward de Bono, wasn't it, that talked about mental valleys and we create those mental valleys and actually we've got to know what those are before we move on to sort of want to change those associations we have um, and then move on to the real bit of what we're talking about which is the link between success and mindset so how do you kind of uh, foster that and create that and build that so first of all I would say so just to uh, to answer your question First of all, we would need to, exactly what you said, you need to know where you're at first. And that is like, you know, when you're going to go somewhere and you go in Google Maps or, you know, I'm not, I'm not sponsored by Google, but, <laughs> but when you go to Google, you have to type in, don't you, your destination. You have to know where are you. And you might not like where you are, but the thing is, without me, before you can actually move forward, exactly as you said, you have to know where you are because otherwise it doesn't work. You know, we can't brush things under the carpet. I'm not saying, however, ruminate. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying ruminate. You don't have to be emotionally. If you don't like what's happening in your reality right now, that's okay. You don't have to be emotionally involved with what you don't want. All right. And to think about success, where you want to go, you have to define that. Right. So everyone's got a different definition of success, you know, and that's fine. Right. Um, ultimately always make sure your definition of success is in alignment with all the different um, aspects of life. So if you want to be a millionaire, you want to be a happy, healthy, you know, relaxed millionaire who's happily married, enjoying motherhood, you know, like that can really define it. You know, not just happy, healthy, wealthy, because it's like this, um, Alka, you're, you're going to say a restaurant, you're going to pizza. And you're not going to just walk in and say, I just want some pizza. Yeah, I mean, you might. My daughter does that. <laughs> but that's because they have one thing on the menu. But in general, they'll just, they'll just give you anything then, right? And it's the same thing with universal laws. So when people say, yeah, but when I said that I wanted to get, I don't know, this contract or this job, I didn't mean like in this way. And that's because you have to be very specific. It's literally like you're putting in an order. Because what happens is we are all uh, vibrating on different frequencies. And this is why you have to think about success is the success that you want, the version of yourself that has more success or the ultimate success, right? That, uh, using myself, that Vidya is thinking different things. Yeah. She's got a different energy. She's like Vidya 2.0, 4 um, So she is. She is therefore, because of her thoughts, because thoughts become things that's gone through, you know, the conscious mind, through it deep into the subconscious mind. That is where the inner self-image is, you know, what we talked about. That's where the thermostat is. So the settings have changed to then be on that frequency. So actually, we, the, we now talked about vibration and to look at um, those different levels when you're moving towards success. Vibration is actually measured in Hertz, so H-E-R-T-Z. And we are all in different vibrations and we all are with different vibrations. So, you know, like right now, you know, feeling really good, um, feeling really positive, enlightened, feeling, feeling great. So that's a very high vibration. And I'm therefore, and you're probably feeling like that too, because this is law of attraction, right? So we're probably on the same frequency right now uh and that's just um you know before when you're like yeah but that's what i was thinking it's because it's, that this is what law of attraction is it's it's the same there's no it's it's science it's the same frequency so there's just when you're really in alignment there's just no way you could be thinking anything different to us being in alignment right but you know when you're not feeling so great you know like maybe later on when i've got like some baked beans in my hair i'm trying to feed my kids <laughs> no i'm just joking it's great it's a joy uh, but you know uh, but you know when when it's just sometimes just goes a bit crazy sometimes you know like you have to be aware exactly what you said because otherwise you can slip yeah. right you can slip and that's when you start attracting other things that you don't want you know so you have to be mindful of where you are the success that you that the ultimate success that you want or i want or you know we're always striving to be an even more amazing better version of ourselves right because we're spiritual beings we're meant to be doing this we're meant to be doing this with gratitude for where we are now so what we want to do is think, what is that success? You have to define it. And I don't mean just happy, wealthy. Write down on half a page, you know, you were saying like, who am I? And all of those beautiful questions. That's really important. 
And a lot of people are actually going to find that, you know, you and I, we were talking before, like we've both been on a bit of a journey ourselves, you know, a spiritual journey, if you like, or life transformation, whatever you want to call it, uh, to find that, right? So it wasn't just one day, what do I want to do? Okay, I'll do that. You know, it does sometimes take some time because we're not used to using that part of our mind. We're often sometimes even feel a bit guilty, like we're just sort of daydreaming or, you know, but that is our mental faculty of imagination. So to answer your question about success mindset, the biggest thing is, first of all, that awareness. You know, what is that success to you? What does it look like? Because that is then vibrating on a specific frequency. And then we work on changing the settings to meet that vibration. And then those days, you know, when, you know, things happen, that's fine. We're human beings. But then you know that you can literally visualize any time you want and think of what it is that you want. What are the thoughts I'm thinking? All of those things. And then that is how you develop the success uh, mindset. So it does still take work, but it's very different work. It's The strategy is actually 5%. Yeah. You know, it's 95% mindset. That's what they mean. 95% is, you know, you can imagine, right? You're changing the settings. So yeah. it, it is It is a considerable amount. Love that. Thank you, Vidya. That thermostat analogy is going to keep coming back to me constantly. I love it. I think it's absolutely genius. And now here is your lifestyle first prescription. Your three activating actions to take you from knowing to doing. Have you got three actions that we can take away today? Yes. So the first thing I would say is I was just alluding to that, which is write down exactly what your definition of success is. Right. When you're writing something down, it's making it already into reality. It is uh, linking from our mind, our brain, neurologically using our hand and writing. So that is actually starting those new neuronal pathways and, and thinking, use in collaboration with the mind to actually start the success mindset. All right. Because you're actually allowing yourself to think in this way. So first of all, write that down. What is your definition? Because you are like Google Maps. Where am I going? And Google needs exact coordinates, right? Because otherwise what happens? End up in a ditch. <laughs> so we don't want that. So you need to know where are you going? And don't worry if you can't. It's a bit vague. That's fine. It just means just keep doing it every day. So that's the first thing. Second thing, gratitude. Why gratitude? Because on um, the Hawkins pyramid I was talking about, that's sorry, that's the law of vibration. And there's literally different levels of uh, vibration. And it's called the Hawkins pyramid. So on that, gratitude is literally one of the highest, along with enlightenment, peace of mind. You know, none of these things are based on the external environment. Actually, all those external environment things that we also want are actually byproducts which is awesome or we should go for it if you want to be a millionaire. But really what most people are really wanting when they're saying happy, healthy, wealthy, all these things is that peace of mind, that freedom, you know, whatever that means, you know, for you, that's fine. So gratitude every day, I want you to, to wake up and I want you to write down 10 things that you're grateful for. Why 10? Because it takes a while sometimes to kind of get into it. And I want that vibration to get up there. So sometimes it, sometimes you have to do 50 things if it's, if it's just that day and that's fine. And I want you to start it off with, I am so happy and grateful now that, okay. So you are grateful for what you have right now for the first five, the next five things I want you to base it on your success definition. What it is that you want, 
um, and doing it in the present tense. So if you're a millionaire or you want a thriving, um, you know, aesthetics clinic or practice or you, or whatever it is, or it's a health condition or whatever it is, I'm so happy and grateful now that, you know, my, I've got extreme vibrant um, health, got amazing stamina. And imagine it, visualize it. I'm running around with the kids and I feel great eating healthy food. You know, really imagine it, really write it down. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to write down uh, a life movie script so what i mean by this is is taking that success definition and the gratitude and like putting it on steroids <laughs> so basically you want to really write out as if it's the same i'm an actress and i'm asking for the script and it's your life what what am i going to be acting out so as much as you can just make it half a side of a4 just like a kind of overview and you can if you really want to go for it go for it Play some nice epic music. Give yourself at least half an hour. Yeah, this is, you know, this is only your life we're talking about. So really give yourself that time. Make sure you're uninterrupted and just really dream. Really think, what do I want? What do I, what would I really love? You know, and um, recognize that you might even be feeling a bit guilty because you're not used to doing this and that's okay. And just really write out like what house you're living in, how many bedrooms, what does it look like, what area, what car, maybe what's your job, what are you doing, you know, how many hours a week are you working, is it work, is it, you know, are you a philanthropist, how much money are you earning specifically for your charity, what are you doing, you know, like just make it really specific, you want to be wealthy, what, what income, you want that lifestyle, what would that be, I hope that helps. Yeah, <laughs> stunned into silence because that was <laughs> it just felt super powerful and i think the mastery is doing that isn't it it's actually carrying that out as you say there's sort of hesitancy in doing it and sort of almost well should i could i and actually of course you can and ultimately we all get to author our own stories don't we and we are the only authors of our own stories and to understand that in itself is very very powerful you know be that actress of your own stage show, but yes. decide what that show needs to look like for you to give you exactly what it is that you, that you want. And not the stuff, but the stuff of life that's here. You know, put that into the story as well. Put those feelings and everything that you've got into it, not just the stuff that you can hold, but the stuff that you can feel as well. I think that's incredibly powerful to do. So uh, great. I'm going to set myself half an hour tonight yeah. <laughs> to do just that. So amazing. I think that's been a fabulous conversation um, with you. really sort of opened the mind and the eyes to a, a really kind of new way of being able to, to think and, and be in control and hold life in your hands in the way that you, that you want it and develop that mindset for success, however you choose to define that. So fantastic. Now, I'm sure people are going to want to connect with you and hear a lot more about you and everything that, you're, that you've kind of been able to say today. So what's the best way to find you, get in touch with you? So um, I'm very active on social media. Um, so you can join my Facebook group. It's a free group called Diamond Success Mindset. So I give a lot of um, phenomenal, amazing value in there, which can literally change 
every aspect of your life and it's true because it's again changing those settings um and you can also um email me at diamondsuccessmindset at gmail.com if you're wanting to know a bit more information about actually working with me um if you're really highly committed to two things i ask high commitment and burning desire um then those two things if you want to work with me then send me an email and we'll take you from there perfect lovely thank you thank you so much it's been amazing having you uh with me today and being able to chat and spread these amazing messages out to everyone who's listening um which is great so um let's get that as thermostat settings right up <laughs> thank you so much for letting me share this message because it's really important that people understand they have that power so thank you so much for lending me your your platform for this i'm really honored amazing thank you perfect great so that draws the episode to an end really i guess it just leaves me to wish us all a happy healthy day Thanks for joining us on the Lifestyle First podcast, making self-care as easy as one, two, three. Don't forget to subscribe and share, and we'd love it if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. To learn more or to arrange a consultation, please visit www.dralkapatel.com. See you next time.